You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I am the St. Louis Cardinals mega fan, Lucas Smith. It is Friday, January 15th. Congratulations. We have made it to yet another Friday. And, you know, this time of, of life, this time of, of human history, that, that's worth celebrating. So I uh, hope you guys are having a great day. hope you guys enjoyed the conversation with John Miller that was posted on Wednesday. If you haven't, feel free to head over there. Uh, wherever you're listening, Spotify, Apple. I, I know Apple's been having some problems recently, but Spotify, Apple, uh, Google, Stitcher, wherever you listen, head over there. Had a good conversation with John. Uh, today's episode, <clears throat> excuse me, as you might notice, um, is a little delayed because I was waiting for um, some arbitration deals to be signed by the Cardinals, and we do have some signings by the St. Louis Cardinals. Um, as of now, just one addition to report as I record this on Friday afternoon um, and two or th- two two arbitration deals have been signed uh, according to, to multiple sources um, those being uh, excuse me Harrison Bader and Alex Reyes uh, we uh, also have uh, news of the Cardinals signing shortstop Adari Grant out of the Bahamas as the international free agent market picked up today as well so yeah a lot of different news I'm trying to think about how I want to uh, content this. So today I'll be talking about the arbitration deals um, that have happened up to, to this point. Uh, I didn't want to wait too long to get this episode out. So, you know, we could have breaking news in the middle of this episode as Jack Flaherty and um, Jordan Hicks still remain on arbitration eligibility as of this recording at 12.22 p.m. on Friday. Um, but next week we'll also have some news on Cardinals Catcher Yadier Molina talking about how he might consider retirement, but I wanted to mull that over a little bit more, and I also want to—I'll post that out um, this afternoon, probably. But wanted to post out about get your, your guys' responses as well, and your guys' thoughts on the situation. I answer any questions that you guys have. So um, that'll be on Monday, as well as Mike Shannon um, talking about his last year in the radio booth. So uh, that'll be looking out for Monday's show. But let's get into today's content. That is the arbitration deals. Uh, the arbitration deadline is today. I believe it's 1 p.m. Eastern, so I believe it's past, but news still breaking even as, um, you know, like I said, I record this at 12.30, or just before 12.30 Central Time um, on, a, on a Friday. So the, the, the deal is here with arbitration is that if uh, with player with more than three but less than six years of um, – less than six years of service time, and they have not signed a contract, and they are arbitration eligible. Um, you know, Players can, can sign a contract by any means, but if they don't reach a contract by this date, then there's an, an arbiter who comes in and has to kind of settle this debate, if you will. And those hearings happen in February. So the Cardinals um, trying to, to avoid that, trying to just settle on a contract number, I feel like, I don't know, I don't know the ins and outs, obviously, but I feel like that would just be better um, if, if the two sides can come to an agreement on a contract number and 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 just have that be that. So they they like I said, as of now they have come to terms with two guys, Alex Reyes and Harrison Bader. Um, Alex Reyes coming in at one year for nine hundred thousand dollars, and Harrison Bader coming in at two million dollars. Um, I think that 
Reyes is, is a fair deal. Um, his war wasn't great last year, but in 15 games, his ERA was 320, which is very respectable. 27 strikeouts in 19 innings uh, with a whip of one and a half. So I think that Reyes is a guy that, that was coming off a couple of injury-riddled seasons, really from 16 to 19, if, if you really think about it. Um, and he, he got one start in there. His ERA plus, though, which is the number I like to look at, it was 1.3, or excuse me, 137, which is well above league average. His fielding independent pitching, which is what your ERA would be with about a league average defense, was 3.24. So that's really good. 12.5 strikeouts per nine. Numbers are really good for Reyes. I think that there is some questions as to what his role is going to be in 2021. Is he going to be a starter? Does he go back to the bullpen? And then there are also obviously still lingering questions of what's the injury history like? Or I guess we know what the injury history is like, but how does that affect his future? Because, yes, he had one you know good year and had, had success for St. Louis in 2020, but I think that you know that there still is that question because it was a shortened season and things like that, that, um, you know, what... What what's his health going to be like? Is he going to be able to be healthy for a full season next year and contribute? Because if he is, and if he's able to contribute at the level that I think he's able to contribute in, I think nine hundred thousand dollars for an arm like Alex Reyes is an absolute steal. I really do. I because he's an elite arm. He's got an electric fastball, a wicked curveball. Working on a changeup a little bit. Working on how to be more of a pitcher instead of just a thrower. Like I said, I thought he took a huge stride last year. Stayed healthy the whole year. That's huge. Um, you know, no, no, no injuries hadn't been taken out for anything. Had a really solid year, really solid campaign, and um, got himself, um, you know, a g- good money. Nine hundred thousand dollars is nothing to laugh at by any any stretch of the imagination. So I think Reyes is is a guy that can contribute to the Cardinals bullpen or staff. I think that he has the capability to be a starter. My only lingering question mark with the starter. Um, with putting him in the starting position is, of course, the injury and if he's actually built up to be a starter. I think that I have the same question with Carlos Martinez. You know, is he built to be a starter? Is his, his arm built more to be a a reliever? And I think that, um, you know, he's being stretched out a lot in I think Venezuela is where he's playing right now. I don't quote, it might be Dominican Republic, but somewhere in Latin America is playing. Um, pitched a couple of longer outings, five, six innings. He was scratched due to personal reasons this week, but... Um, I'll get into that um, next week a little bit when I've got some notes uh, prepared for some content for next week. But, um, you know, there's probably going to be some breaking news that i got to talk about. But So, long story short, too long didn't listen or too long didn't read. I think that Reyes is a steal at 900K. I really, really do. And I posted on Instagram and, and Twitter on, you know, your, some of your guys' reactions. And, again, it hasn't been that long, but uh, a couple of you guys said um, that uh, Reyes was just light. Just right, STL Cardinals Center um, said Bader was overpaid. Reyes was just right. Uh, Shane Dunk 20 said, I hope Reyes pitches so well this year. We have to sign him to a huge raise next year. He says, I'll take it. Um, I agree, Shane. I think that Reyes Reyes has a lot of upside. And Bader does too, to be frank. Um, as we transition into Bader, uh, he, he was signed for one year. Uh, $2 million was the agreed upon number by the two sides. And Bader's an interesting one because if you look at the sabermetrics, they, they tend to lean towards him a little bit more favorably than, you know, if you just rely on the eye test. And I think that there's a combination of sabermetrics that need to be looked at as well as the eye test. Um, but when you're looking at, you know, kind of the numbers, you know, batting average 226, but you know, batting average, some people say it's irrelevant. I don't think it's irrelevant. It's not as high as some people, as, as, it, as it used to be. Not, not, as, not as much of an indicator as it used to be in terms of evaluating talent. 
Bitters on base is good, 336. Slugging is good at 443. OPS puts him at 779. OPS plus was 111, which was above average, which is above average. And these are all 2020 numbers. Um, so you know, 40 strikeouts is, is a little bit higher than I might like to see out of a, a center fielder. His fielding speaks for itself. Um, re- really good numbers defensively. So I think that the, his defensive numbers spoke more towards why he got $2 million. I think that's still a bit of an overpayment. I think you're paying for the upside there. You're really betting high on Bader. If you want Bader to succeed, then you know that that's what he's getting paid for. Now, th- this could turn into a really good deal if Bader turns in the potential that we've been looking for for the last two, three, four years. Because if he does that, if he plays to his capability, which I still think is extremely high, then $2 million is an absolute steal. Um, because this is a guy with, with elite speed, with an elite glove arm. We've seen that. And we've seen the ability for a s- small stretches of times to be able to hit the ball. There's an interesting tweet out by Jeff Jones that I think is worth thinking. I don't think uh, you know it's completely true. Said Harrison Bader went 2-for-3 with a home run and a triple on the last day of the season to boost his slugging percentage, 55 points, and his OPS, 63 points. Not crazy to think he secured himself a 15-20% to 20% raise for 2021 based on just those three at-bats. In a 60-game season in which he only played 50 games, I guess Cardinals only played 58, that's not that far out of the question to think that one game could get you a raise like that because it can boost your numbers. Um, but I, I do think that you know those three at-bats alone did not secure him that raise. But he, he definitely did get a pretty penny. So um, Bader, $2 million, Reyes, 900000 And again, at this time, that is the only... Those are the only two arbitration deals the Cardinals have signed. We're still waiting to hear on Hicks and Flaherty. Who knows? Maybe it'll come while I'm recording. But before I do get to the other news I want to talk about in the international signing of Adaria Grant and also talking a little bit about DJ LeMahieu signing, I want to tell you about how you win, how you can win some free money. There's NFL playoffs this weekend. Packers are playing. Chiefs are playing. Two teams that I'm looking at. There's only one place that has you covered for sports betting, and one place that we trust that I use here on the Locked On Podcast Network, and that place is betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use the promo code that you all know and love, Locked On, for 50% off your welcome bonus. That means if you put in 100 bucks, BetOnline will give you an extra 50 just for using that promo code. College kid like me could use that, all the extra money he can, can to start his betting. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code Locked On. To receive that 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. And our friends, an exclusive partner, are on social media at betonline underscore AG to take advantage of the best bonuses in the business. Locked on for your 50% welcome bonus. Bet Online, your online sports book experts. And it's the winter time, so cars might be malfunctioning a little bit more than usual. And if you need help with fixing your car, whether you're a professional or do-it-yourselfer, rockauto.com has you covered. They're a family business, serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices that you prefer. Prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals or do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice, maybe three times as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts they have available. Right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. 
Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. So, once again, on Monday, I'll be releasing an episode talking about Yadier Molina and Mike Shin and the news coming out of them, uh, coming out about them over the last couple of days. Yadier Molina saying that he'd be willing to consider retirement if he doesn't get the deal that he wants. And uh, Mike Shannon re- uh, reported it being his last year in the broadcast booth, year number 50. Um, so I'll be posting, uh, that, that'll be a mailbag episode. So it'll be posted on Twitter and Instagram looking for responses. But if you guys want to DM the Twitter or Instagram, LO underscore Cardinals, DM me on Twitter at LJ Fastball or email the show, lockedoncards at gmail.com. I want you to DM me or submit your questions, comments about the Molina situation. And with the Mike Shannon situation, I'm looking for your thoughts. And also, um, for all you St. Louisans that might have been listening to Shannon for a long time, send me some stories about Mike Shannon um, that, that I can share. And, um, you know, I've heard some, some good things about him. So um, send me some stories about Mr. Shannon and uh, your thoughts on his 50 years in the broadcast booth. But one, one last um, just wrap up on the whole arbitration thing. Again. Bader is an interesting situation to me because I like to rely on the eye test as well as sabermetrics, and Bader is the guy that the eye test doesn't really bode well for overall. But the sabermetrics really favor him, like I like I talked about in the underlying st- statistical numbers. So I think that two million dollars is is a bit high for me. Um, but again, I hope I'm wrong. I hope that Bader ends up being a stellar. I think Reyes, like I said, could be an absolute steal. So uh, I'm not going to say Bader's a bad deal by any means. Um, but I do think that um, I think that Reyes was one of the better, um, one of the one of the better. What was the better deal? Excuse me, I can't spit it out. Uh, was the better deal? Uh, so so let's let's move on a little bit. We got a couple of international signings to talk about here. The Cardinals made a, a handful of moves in the international signing market. That the big name being uh, Adari Grant, um, another big name. They also signed Christian Avendano, an outfielder from Venezuela. But I'm going to focus on Adari Grant, who's a a shortstop out of the Bahamas, reported by Jesse Sanchez. Um, uh, Grant, he was one of the top available infielders in this class, 47 in Baseball America's top 50 prospects for this class magazine scouting report. Uh, this is all on an article on the St. Louis Post-Dispatch. But the Baseball America's uh, report said the 18-year-old right-handed hitter, excuse me, not switch hitter, he's right-handed, as a, quote, strong and explosive with fast burst athleticism and plus plus speed and a line drive approach, end quote. Uh, The athleticism will allow him to start a shortstop and have the ability to excel at other positions if necessary if he advances. Um, So I think that, you know, the Cardinals weren't as aggressive as other teams in the international market. Um, Padres and Dodgers signed, signed a number of guys to the international market, or from the international market, excuse me, but you know, I'm not as well versed in the international market and what's a good deal, what's a bad deal per se. But from everything that you know that I've read on Baseball America, says that this Grant guy could be legit. Um, and there was a response on the Instagram story that I again that I posted for responses. And if I didn't get to yours, that means I finished recording before uh, you, you posted it because I try and get to all of them that, that are posted. Uh, but STL Card Center, Cardinal Center said not aggressive enough on the international free agent market. We sh- should have gone for a top 30 prospect. Uh, Grant was 47, or is 47, um, so he, he was the headliner of the Cardinals class of the, of the deals, uh, of the nine players that they did sign, so 
you know, Grant could, could be a plus guy. I think that maybe, you know, in a perfect world, maybe Grant comes up and replaces Paul DeYoung at the end of his day. But um, so, so that's kind of the news of the day for St. Louis. I also want to talk briefly about DJ LeMahieu signing for $90 million for six years. That's a pretty cheap contract, uh, to be quite frank. Um, signing, re-signing with the Yankees. Head over to Locked On Yankees if you want the detailed breakdown of the DJ deal. Um, Yankees fans are pretty excited um, about about all that. And um, yeah, so six years, ninety million dollars um, was the reported deal. Um, took a while. Inevitab- inevitability uh, was just delayed here. I think that it was pretty clear what, where he was going. But um, it's interesting because that was a little lower of a bar than I thought that DJ would get a longer deal than I thought he would get as well. But interesting question on what that does with the market for Colton Wong, who is two years younger than LeMayhew. Um, numbers aren't as good as LeMayhew, obviously. Um, OPS is not, OPS is just a little bit lower because Wong's, or because DJ slugging isn't as high as one would expect. 430, I would expect it to be higher. Uh, OPS plus for their careers, Wong's only uh, eight points down, 94 compared to LeMayhew's 102. So, they are comparable, and Wong's defense obviously puts him, you know, makes him a lot closer than just the bat would. So it's interesting to see what Wong's market will be and how that plays out over the next handful of days. Because I think LeMahieu signing kind of speeds up the timeline on Wong signing. So I won't be surprised if that if that signing happens in the next couple of weeks. But that's going to do it for today's show. Before I let you go, one more note on our new podcast on Locked On Network, Locked On Bets. If you're betting this year and want more wins and more money, and who doesn't want more money, listen to Locked on Bets with your boy Q and Lee Sterling of Paramount Sports. They are picking college basketball, football, and NBA locks all winter long. Subscribe to Locked on Bets wherever you get your podcasts. Hope you guys have a wonderful weekend. It's snowing here in Columbia, Missouri, so if you're listening in Missouri, stay safe this weekend. Got some weather coming our way. But I'll talk to you guys on Monday about Yadier Molina and Mike Shannon again. Um, DM, Twitter, Instagram, and the questions will go out um, tomorrow morning, Saturday morning for that. So uh, that's all I got. And as always, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. Stay safe, stay well, and have a fantastic weekend.